Welcome to the Cozy Minimalism Podcast. I'm Angie. I'll be your virtual navigator on this path to minimalism. I want to help you create a home that nurtures and supports you rather than one that drains you and stresses you. My home is a regular everyday home. It's not magazine worthy. And some days when I'm not feeling good, our home will be untidy, but it's never out of control like it used to be. I offer you a softer and lighter side of minimalism, something realistic and thoughtful, and maybe even a little funny. I always love to hear your feedback, so make sure you hit me up on Facebook or Instagram and tell me how I can serve you better. Hey, hey, everyone. It's Angie here with Cozy Minimalism. I am here with April Grow, and she is from Stunning Style, and she's going to teach us today how to go through our closet and clear it out with just five simple tips. So hi, April. Thanks for joining us. Hi, thanks for having me. (laughs) So I'm going to just kind of go through what maybe some of you guys are going through right now, because I know I have been there. I I definitely can edit more in my closet. So I'm going to take some tips from April here and apply them into my own closet. Um, But we'll go through each single tip. And then at the end of this, I'm going to give you guys a mission that you can do super simple, and you're going to love it. So um, if you look at your closet, and you're overwhelmed, decision fatigue is a real thing. So if you've got way too many options, um, our first tip is actually really going to help you out. So what was your first tip, April? Well, actually, I want to take you through just a little brain exercise really quickly. Mm-hmm. I want you to imagine walking into your dream closet. And I'm not talking about chandeliers, custom cabinetry, or faux fur leather rugs. Not that those aren't fabulous, right? <laughs> I'm talking about a clean, organized closet full of items you love, only items you love. Items that suit you, that fit you, that are in great shape, and they're easy to get to. And I just want you to feel the contentment, calm, and peace that wash over you just being in there. That sounds good. And now I want you to imagine the work that it will take to get there. That doesn't sound good. (laughs) Did you hear the record scratch? (laughs) What? No. And that is why so many women do not have their dream closet because of the work that it takes to get there. Cleaning out a closet is daunting. Mm -hmm. And the current trend right now is to sprint a marathon and do it all right now. Do Mm -hmm. it or die trying. Mm -hmm. and, And there are people who can, in the right moment, do that but it really doesn't work for everyone. We all want a clean, organized closet with only items we love, but the hurdles between here and there are enough to tempt us to just empty our closets, grab the matches and start a bonfire in the backyard. <laughs> True maybe story. if we burn it all and start from scratch, yeah, do better. It's tempting, <laughs> but it's not necessary. Purging your closet doesn't have to be painful, and these five tips will make it easier for you to have a successful closet cleanout. And 
you asked about the first step and the first step or tip that I have for you is to break it up. It, like I said, it's so easy to want it done right now, but that leads to overwhelm and shutdown. And how many times have you pulled everything out, made a huge mess in your bedroom, gotten overwhelmed, abandoned your project and slept on the couch for a week because you couldn't even handle it. Mm -hmm. because you do have to eventually go back to your bedroom you just throw it all back in there because you just you just can't yes so break the job up into sections or time increments there are many different ways that you can do this and whatever way works for you is the right way you can choose one season of clothing at a time you can choose one section at a time like literally i'm going to take the first 12 inches of my closet and do that uh, one category at a time, like just t-shirts or mm -hmm. however it's logical to you and to your closet. The way I have my, my, my closet organized, I could do it section by section and I can go through my tops just for one season and then my bottoms or maybe t-shirts and sweaters. And if your closet isn't organized like that, then pick a time limit and dates. So for example, you could say 15 minutes every evening before bed, I'm just going to go through however much I can get through in 15 minutes. And then, you know, there's an end mm -hmm. or 30 minutes every weekend commit to going through 20 items a day. The point is to pick something you'll actually do mm -hmm. than what you think you should do. Mm -hmm. It's like an exercise program, whichever one you'll do is the one that works. Yes. So choose how to break it up and stick to it. It's really easy to get excited on day one. And instead of going for 15 minutes, you go for five hours and then you're back to burned out and scrapping mm -hmm. the project together. Yeah. And, and you get to a point when you're doing any process, any decluttering or minimizing process, you get to the point where you just can't go on anymore. And then you need to stop. And a lot of times people go, go hardcore and they fall down. And then the recovery after a fall down is so much harder to get back into. Like I, I had fall downs all the time. And um, until I realized that smaller was better. Yes. <laughs> and, and yeah, like it was, it was tough to get started after I'd done a big purge. And then I was like, I just don't have anything in me. Yeah. especially at the beginning. So no, that's definitely break it up, get into the smaller pieces, do little by little, and then that'll become a lot. That's always what I say to you guys, just do little by little, and then that becomes a lot. So this is perfect. Just breaking it up, figuring out what piece of that you want to work on. So, oh, sorry. I, have you ever read the, the book Atomic Habits by James Clear? I have not. Oh, it's such a good book. I've read it a few times. So good. And one of the things that he talks about is the most important thing is to show up. Mm -hmm. Just show up. Practice mm -hmm. showing up. Even if, you know, if you're talking about it in terms of this, just commit to showing up for 10 minutes in your closet. Yes. It doesn't matter how big the thing is, just show up. Because if you mm -hmm. don't show up, it's never going to happen. Yeah. So I just love the way he talks about, you know, this, uh, this, this habit of showing up is the most important part because if you don't, it, it's the rest of your goals and habit and things don't matter. Oh, that's so true. So true. And that can apply for, for everything, right? Mm -hmm. Yes. Perfect. Okay. So 
what about those people that they watch the YouTube videos or they've seen people doing different styles or different books and they're just kind of overwhelmed with choices on ways to do it and nothing is sticking? Well, that's kind of, you know, you have to, I talk a lot about ignoring the should. We are Mm -hmm. filled with shoulds in our lives. You should do this. You shouldn't do that. And we think we should do it the way the YouTuber did it because Mm -hmm. that is the only right way to do it. And like I was saying, whichever way you will commit to and stick to, that is the, that is the right way. Mm -hmm. However long it takes you, you know, if it means turning on music and making it fun, if that's what you need to make this something that you're, you know, you're going to be successful at, mm-hmm. whatever it is, it's great to, I love ideas. I love to see how other people do things to mm-hmm. get ideas, but it's easy to get sucked into this idea that, well, that's the only right way to do it. If I don't do it that way, I'm doing it wrong mm-hmm. and I don't want to do it that way. So I'm just not going to do it. And I think too, one of the things I see, especially in the minimalism niche and and the lifestyle, um, there's so many people that come into this and they just want to know how many tops does a minimalist have? How many pants does, and you get so stuck on the number and it doesn't work for you and your lifestyle. So, you know, like for me, I like to think of my style as comfy comfy frump (laughs) but you know like I I don't put too much weight into what what my style is I I really want to so I'm really excited about um learning from you but Mm -hmm. a lot of what would work for me wouldn't work for somebody that maybe is a lawyer or they're a real estate agent and they have to um, have a specific level of style. So, um, you know, like just finding your right amount of stuff for your lifestyle is probably like a key thing. Well, I talk, I actually talk a lot about castle wardrobes. It's one of my, my pet topics. And that is a question, how many pieces should be in my castle wardrobe? And, you know, the woman who created the castle wardrobe concept, um, she didn't dictate a number. And the truth is capsule wardrobes are only a concept <laughs> in the United States because we have so much space and we fill it up. With, yes. You know, and, and this, you know, a few, a lot of people in Europe and, and most of the world, they don't have these enormous closets that we have. And so capsule wardrobes aren't a concept. It just is. Mm-hmm. This is the size of my wardrobe. That's all it fits. <laughs> so, yeah. you know, and, and it's not about a strict number. I know people have latched on to like 33 or 20 mm-hmm. and it's not about that. It's about creating a wardrobe that is functional for you that feels complete. And there, you, you do reach a point where it's no longer a capsule wardrobe and it's more of an intentional wardrobe, yes. um, just being very selective about what you keep. But Um, it's more about, I focus more on, do I love it? Everything in my closet Mm -hmm. is my favorite. And, and my audience teases me about it. They'll, if they say, Oh, April, I love your top. I'll say, thanks. It's one of my favorites. And one day this woman said, you say that about everything. And I was like, (laughs) 
That's true, but it's true. I only have my favorites. I only buy it if it's my favorite. I only keep it if it's my favorite. It's okay to let go of something that you like um, if you don't love it. Mm -hmm. And and I've even let go of things that I love because I love something else more. And I reach for that item over and over again. And I really, as much as I love you, I really love this one more Mm -hmm. and I don't ever reach for you. And so you really don't have a place in my closet. I think of it, I think of it like friends. If you could spend time with a whole bunch of people that you kind of like, or spend time with a few people that just you absolutely love and they lift you up and they make you laugh and you come away from them just like feeling lighter and happier, who would you spend time with? Right. It's the same in your closet. Mm -hmm. You don't need to keep these things that you just kind of like just for the sake of having them. Mm -hmm. So I, yeah, I totally agree. Okay. So what about your second tip? My second tip is to choose your method to get you going. And there, you could talk about all different methods, but I've narrowed this down to two methods of attack and it varies from individual to individual and day to day. I, I do both depending on the project and my mood, <laughs> so, whichever one works for you. If you need a boost to and a, go for the quick win, and that means pick an easy category like socks or pajamas, something that is already small in number and it's not emotionally charged, something that you'll feel accomplished and motivated to keep going. Mm-hmm. And that momentum might be just what you need to jumpstart you to get you going like, okay, okay, that wasn't too bad. I could do this. The second option is to eat the frog. And if you've never heard of that term, it means do the thing you really, really are dreading and get it over with, get it out of the way. It's not waiting for you. Mm-hmm. And so for me, when I clean out my closet, that, that frog is my tops because hands down, that is my biggest category. And mentally feels the overwhelming. So choose the really awful thing you don't want to do, the big one, the emotional one, and get it out of the way. And that'll free you up mentally and emotionally mm-hmm. to finish the rest when you aren't staring down at the road that what's waiting for you. Yes. So whichever one works for you. If you need that quick win and that boost, or even a few of those in a row, just be like, okay, I've got this. This isn't that bad. We can do this. And just like a warm up for a workout, right? Yeah. Or eat the frog. Mm-hmm. And, and I've, I've totally done that. I have left rooms in our house and just closed the door because yeah. it was way too overwhelming for me to tackle them. And then once I tackled them, like my basement of doom was horrible. And even though we never went down there, um, it was still in the back of my mind. And when I tackled it, and now it's just the basement of mild inconvenience, um, <laughs> it's, it's not so bad. Like I actually got fueled more from doing that big project. I had so much help. Like I had uh, my two best friends, they came on two separate days and they just helped me just go right through it. So oh, yeah. That, that was super helpful to have the support of two very close people to me. So, um, you know, tackling that big one 
had so much more impact on me. And like, I just feel so light and free now. And then the feeling is different too, because I'm like, I can do anything. Yes. Yes. <laughs> Perfect. So now the third tip. The third tip is go for the obvious first. There are some things that it will just be easy to eliminate. Mm-hmm. If you have items that you put on and repeatedly take off immediately, it's a no. You don't like it. Let it go. You clearly mm-hmm. don't like it for some reason. So just do yourself a favor and say goodbye. You don't need to, you don't need to evaluate this anymore. Just let it go. Yeah. Don't like it. Examine items for rips, holes, stains, fading, excessive pilling, or any other sign of disrepair that you aren't going to repair soon. Mm-hmm. These are items that aren't even fit to donate and they can go straight to the garbage. You don't have to think about them. Another um, obvious is if it doesn't fit and you aren't willing to pay to have it altered or take the time to alter it, out it goes. Mm -hmm. If it's more than one size, too big or too small, it probably can't be altered anyway. Mm -hmm. And these days, most clothes don't have a seam allowance to let clothes out. I know it's tempting to hold on to too small clothes because you might fit in them someday. (laughs) The truth is by then you're going to want something new. Mm -hmm. You just will. And trends change. And those clothes, even if they still work, you're just going to want something new to Mm -hmm. reward yourself. I promise you, you you won't want those anymore. What about things that you've, you've had for a few years and they still have the tags on them? (laughs) True story. If, if, if any of you who say you have never done that, I happen to know you're telling a fib. <laughs> we all do it. I call them the good deal gremlins, the sales and the good. This, for me, it's clearance items that they were just too good to pass up. I have to mm-hmm. such a good deal. And then I don't, and I don't wear it. And it sits in my closet with the tags on it. Mm-hmm. And you don't love it. If you loved it, you would have worn it and taken the tags off. Mm-hmm. So it's okay to let that go too. And then another category that's easy, or I won't say easy, but obvious is, do these items match your lifestyle still? Mm-hmm. I worked in a corporate business world for years. And when I chose to leave that to become a stay-at-home mom of triplets, I had no wardrobe for that. And I didn't actually know what that would look like. And I kept buying dressy clothes that I couldn't wear while taking care of newborn triplets. Mm-hmm. But it was what I knew, you know, I held on to my, my suits and silk blouses for years and I wore them never. Yeah. I finally purged them because they just don't match my lifestyle anymore. I have, I didn't have any plans to be um, CEO of any fortune 500 companies ever anytime mm-hmm. soon. Like I had no plans to rejoin the corporate world. Yeah. So it wasn't like, I'm just taking two years off and then I'll be back. No, mm-hmm. I had no plans to go back to that lifestyle, that corporate world, but it was what I knew. Mm-hmm. And they were beautiful clothes and they, you know, they were expensive and I just, I held on to them for a really long time, but acknowledging I've had this change of lifestyle. I'm not going back to that. I can let, I can let it go. See, and I love that. That really, 
it resonates with me in the sort of way that I, I say, keep your things for a reason, season, or lifetime, not your lifetime, but the item's lifetime, right? So the reason is you need it and you use it. The season Mm -hmm. is it's, it's something that works for your current life. And then your lifetime is you love it. That is something that is like, so you, so when you have things in your life that you're keeping for a season that's already passed or it hasn't happened yet, you're kind of living outside of the realms of right now. And I think you really, um, you really do a disservice to yourself and your space when you hold on to things that aren't within your current season. Yes. Yes. Yeah. So, yeah, they can be, well, that, that's getting into my next tip. So I'll just, (laughs) (laughs) well, let's go to your next tip. Number four. Okay. So tip number four is to give yourself permission I can tell you for a fact that closet cleanouts are packed with emotions and they are often unexpected and they can blindside you. Being taken by surprise like that can derail you altogether. Mm -hmm. Guilt, shame, sadness, anger, it all comes bubbling up during a closet purge and it's tempting to just keep everything to avoid those feelings. And you would never guess that all those emotions are hiding in your closet on hangers, but they Mm -hmm. are. So first it helps to know it's coming and be prepared. Mm -hmm. And second, name those emotions and acknowledge them. I feel shame because I spent money on that. And two years later, it still has the tags on it. Mm -hmm. I feel guilty because that was a gift and I don't like it. And if I get rid of it, what if they find out and it hurts their feelings? Yes. I feel sad because my body has changed and that doesn't fit me anymore. All these feelings are normal and acknowledging them steals some of their power. Mm -hmm. And once you do that, you can give yourself permission to let them go. And you will feel lighter and freer once you do. And not only that, like I would think kind of processing these emotions, it's going to help you in the future. So yeah, it's going to feel sticky and it's going to probably feel yucky and that's okay. But Mm -hmm. it's going to help you when you get to the store and you're like, I love that top. Then you're going to think about it a little bit harder because you've already felt those emotions with the other stuff. And you're kind of like, nah, unless I love you, you're not coming home with me. (laughs) Yes. Yes. No, I love that. And, you know, we get so stuck on um, trying to cover up emotions. And I think it's important to fully feel it um, and process it and just sit with it and be okay with it. Oh yeah. I mean, our lives are full of buffering opportunities. That's what our phones are for. That's what Facebook is for. Like Mm -hmm. I'm comfortable. I'm going to open my phone and scroll through other people's problems. (laughs) (laughs) Instagram. It's like, um, I'm going to scroll through and see how everybody else has a nicer life than me. And Facebook is 
ah, everyone's problems. So yeah. yeah, no, it's definitely, it's so true that we look for ways to kind of out um, from these things. And, you know, I think that there's still a good thing to get away. Um, sure. But, you know, but not all the time. No, no, right. definitely not. So yeah. feeling those feelings behind the letting go, that's going to help you get to the root cause of your clutter. So uh, number it'll, four, it'll, it'll give you per- yourself permission. Then, then you can allow yourself to let those things go. Yeah. I, I understand now why I'm holding on to them because I'm having these negative feelings about them and I don't mm-hmm. want to face them. And so I just put it back in my closet. Mm-hmm. Um, but if you face it, you can then allow yourself, you give yourself permission to, to let things go. You are the boss of you. Mm-hmm. You're the only one who's forcing you to keep that. Yes. All right. Now, number five, this one's the one I'm most excited about. I know this is a really good one. So maybe the biggest challenge that really trips us up during a closet clean out is not knowing our style. Mm -hmm. How do you know what to keep and what to purge if you don't know what you love and what you don't love? Mm -hmm. Do I like it or do I think I should like it? Does this make me look and feel amazing? Or did I buy it because it was on sale and too good to pass up mm-hmm. or because I don't even know what I want and there's something and I'll just take that. Yes. <laughs> you know, and there are so many times when we go shopping um, and we just buy something because we don't want to leave empty handed. I'm frustrated. I came looking for something. If I leave empty handed, I'm a failure. Mm-hmm. And so we take something home just to feel like we, didn't waste a trip mm-hmm. or because I have to have something. And that's, that's sort of, I guess, kind of, um, but you know, there are so many messages coming at us about style. Mm-hmm. And the truth is you would think that the, the goal of the fashion industry is to make us look and feel our best. And the truth is, the goal of the fashion industry is to sell us stuff. Bam. And they sell us stuff by convincing us we have a problem. Mm-hmm. And they do this by changing the trends constantly. Yes. You know, I was, I was, oh, I was almost so in and now I am out again. Yeah. It changed. Well, no problem because I can sell you the new thing, right? Mm-hmm. They try to make us feel out. So that we will buy something new to feel in. And if you do not have a really solid handle on your style, your personal style, what you truly love and don't love, then it's so easy for them to make you question yourself and make you think, maybe I do need that. Mm -hmm. I never taught me of it, but everybody else is wearing it. Am I the only one who's not? I might need five of them Yes, just to make sure that I'm not out. I want to be in. It's natural. That's a part of our DNA to belong. It was survival for thousands of years. And so if you, and I fell into this trap after I had kids, I suddenly didn't know anything about myself or my style. And I was trying on other women's style, like Halloween costumes. What feels good? None of this feels good. But they're wearing it and it looks fantastic on them. So maybe if I wear it, I'll look fantastic. 
and I just didn't. And I call those the lost years. And <laughs> you know, after my sixth baby, I was like, I hate how I look. I feel awful in these clothes. I feel like I could climb out of my skin. Yeah. And so I did a deep dive to find out what I really love. And so I have narrowed it down on a very core basic level the elements of what I do and don't love. So if I'm cleaning out my closet, I can say, I personally cannot wear ruffles. Mm -hmm. Anything with ruffles is an, it's just, that's a deal breaker. I'm not wearing that mm -hmm. and I can go. And if I'm not shopping, that is, that is a definite no. Yes. And there are other things that I absolutely love. And if it doesn't have these qualities, I'm not buying it and it, or it's not staying in my closet. So I created a masterclass. It's a free masterclass that helps with this. And it's called five steps to find the right clothes for you, where I help you figure these things out. And it comes with a free workbook to take you through the steps. And once you know more about your style, a closet cleanout is so much simpler. And when you can see why you do and don't wear and love and don't love certain things, letting go becomes so much easier. I know I don't like fit and flare skirts. I just don't wear them. I feel like Scarlett O'Hara and I keep trying to <laughs> sit it down and make it flat and it's just long. I feel like a Christmas ornament. And I, I, I've literally never walked out of my closet in one, but I bought several of them yep. because they were trending and they look so good on everyone else. And I just couldn't, I mean, what if the wind blows and it flies up and you see my underwear? Like, I, yeah. I, I, no, I can't. Pencil skirts. So I like straight skirts. Yeah. So, you know, I, I can, I know these basic things about my, my style and it makes mm -hmm. it so much easier to say yes or no. Mm -hmm. And I don't have to sit there and just like, oh my gosh, do I keep this? Why not? I know it has the tags on it, but I mean, I could wear it. I could, I could, I could wear that. No, you can't. Yes. You want it. You don't want to. It's not you. And now I know why. I know why. I am so excited for this course because I so need it. This is my wardrobe is basically a couple of pairs of black leggings, maybe some black pants and black tops. Like, mm -hmm. <laughs> so I, I know when I see something black, I'm like, oh, let's try this on. And it, if I like the fit, because the fit also really matters to me, okay. um, then it's a possibility in the wardrobe. But I also feel like black on black on black, maybe that is my style. <laughs> I, 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 black is my soul color. Yes. <laughs> I love black and, and black on black on black is my, I call those recovery outfits. I need soothing. Yes. I, I tell my audience all the time when I cannot control the chaos going on around me, I can control the chaos on my body and I mm -hmm. retreat to black. And that's not for everyone. I, yes. I don't want anyone to think, oh, maybe I should do that too. No, you, you shouldn't. I mean, if you if it has that effect on you, absolutely go mm -hmm. for it. But um, for you, it might mean you need more color. Like if I'm feeling this way, I need to brighten up. I need to add mm -hmm. some color to feel better. And that's not the case for me. I need, I need to dial it down. 
I need calm on my body so I can handle the chaos around me. Yes. And so, you, you know, you've got a friend in me when it comes to black. I don't, I don't tell you no. But knowing, <laughs> that, knowing that about yourself is really critical mm-hmm. because, if, you know, there, there are women who get shamed for wearing black. You, you wear too much black. It's summertime. That's depressing. You should wear black. Well, I do. I yeah. get it. And you don't get to decide. Yes. So you can say that and that's fine, but this is what I need. And, mm-hmm. and I'm going to wear it anyway. Aren't you too hot? Oh gosh. Are you dying yeah. with that? Yeah. yeah. No, I'm fine. I, I'm so comfortable. <laughs> you would so not even right understand. But yes. now you're making me uncomfortable by yes. telling me that I should be uncomfortable. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. No, I, I definitely, I'm super excited about this. If, if you guys want to hear about this masterclass, you want a little bit more information about it. Um, I'm also going to put this, all of the tips in the blog post and the blog post is going to be at cozyminimal.com forward slash closet clear. Um, we'll have the link for the masterclass in there as well as all of the notes, Um, I can even do up a printable for you guys. So you have that and you can just go through and clear out your closet. I, I love this last tip is so freeing for me because I'm so excited at the possibility of knowing what, and, and being confident in my own style. Yes. You know, like that's, uh, definitely something I'm, I'm, very excited about and I love that you came here and you gave us so many good tips today um yeah so if you guys yeah the number one style rule that I have is actually the only style rule I have is wear what you truly love that's it that's the only thing that matters yeah and so knowing your style that way you can have that that courage to do that and I thank you so much for inviting me I love this this is so much fun and and here's here's the deal guys we recorded this completely differently this time so we're not entirely sure how it's going to end up um but my zoom failed (laughs) it completely crashed and uh, my computer I'm not exactly sure what's going on with it but we're we're both not in optimal conditions but uh you know you gotta you gotta roll with the punches so we're hoping that this will sound good at the end of the day and I am just super excited to dive deep into, and is this find your, or know your style, um, the free masterclass, is that something that can be watched at any time? Yes. So you can, when you um, sign up, it'll, it'll offer you different times. Um, So you can, you can find a time that works for you. And if for some reason you cannot attend live, you will, which I hope you do because it's just, uh, when you attend the one you signed up for, it's just, um, you'll just get more out of it. But if for some reason you cannot attend the one that you signed up for, you will get an email with a replay link. So you will be able to watch it again, actually, even if you do show up for your assigned time, Um, you can watch it again. You'll get a link to watch it again and a link to download the workbook in case you miss that um, during that little thing pops up to download 
at the end. So um, oh, perfect. Yeah. So if you if for some reason one of those times doesn't work for you, just pick one, and then you'll get an email with the replay link, and you can watch it um, at the time it works for you. But I just have to say, I've gotten so many emails and messages and DMs about how impactful this masterclass is, and you'll just, I really hope you'll take advantage of it. And then you'll have that workbook and you can work through that on your own time and your own pace. And it's just, it really will make a big difference for you. I love it. No, thank you so much for not only putting this together, but coming on here and talking to us, you guys, there's so many good nuggets in this episode. And I really do hope that you do join um, April for the free masterclass that she's doing. So thanks so much, April. Thank you. I had such a great time. This was fun. Yay. All right. Well, we'll talk to you soon. Okay. Thanks. And that's it. I love hearing your feedback. I really appreciate you friend. I'm collecting your questions and I'm going to do an episode soon featuring them with my answers. If you love the Cozy Minimalism podcast, I would love it if you'd leave me a review. It is the best way to tell others that it's worth their time. And I seriously love reading them. You can find me on Facebook, Cozy Minimalism. If you have Insta, I'm also there, Cozy Minimalism official. I share inspiring spaces and quotes. Thanks for joining me. I look forward to next week.